Hey, everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. Uh, we are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of Serial and the Sigilite of FLG, and I am Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker, buddy, how have you been doing? Dude, dude, the holidays are alive and well in this household. I'm, I'm this weird, like, hybrid human being. I'm German, Hungarian, kind of Jewish, kind of not. Born and raised in the swamps of Louisiana. So anyway, to make a long story short, we just did what we call, like, our family Christmas early, which was Saturday. And because yeah. I'm German mainly, we do we don't do Christmas morning. We do Christmas Eve. So anyway, it's weird. My son's going to be totally screwed up when it comes to the holidays. But uh, it was glorious. So we did all of our presents and all that nonsense. And I got some cool new toys to play with. Yay. What'd you get? What'd you get? <laughs> um, sadly, I did not get the brand new. Uh, I wanted some of those Artist Opus dry brushes. I don't know if you've seen them. They're like the, yeah, yeah. the, the round ones. Yeah, I have, I have a set and I totally love them. I did not get a set. That's okay. It's okay. We'll complain. Complain. But I got a bunch of like uh, van life gear because I spent a lot of the time on the road in a van. So I got a new you got, fridge. And you got a new van, van coming. You got a new van yes, coming. I got a new van coming, hopefully picking up next week. So really excited about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was a pretty chill, you know, quality time with the family hanging out. Um, my kid, though, I'm really excited. He he got like all the toys. And, y- you know, it's it's like I get to play with him, too. Like he got a really cool Jeep, you know, like a model Jeep. And anyway, yeah. what have you been up to? Uh, has it been more 40K focused? Uh, yeah, not as much, you know, there's not as much for me to do 40 K wise right now. Um, I have a lot of my stuff already done, but I, I have been building more beast snaggle boys. So <laughs> you're never I've, done. You can't say you're done. Always you're never more, done yeah. so, hobby, so I've been building some more beast snaggle boys. Oh. I got a, um, uh, uh, indoor like airbrush booth yeah, that, yeah. like vents out the windows. So I, I set that up. Um, and then I went and saw the new Spider-Man with my wife and oh, it was nice. very good. Nice. I mean, everyone is talking about this damn movie and I mean, I don't okay. Don't judge me. I know chat's gonna blow up. And by the way, if you're watching our show, you could be live, part of our show, part of the chat yep. every Wednesday yep. at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our <laughs> chat is very uh, entertaining to say the least. Um, chat, don't hate me, but I'm actually not a fan of Spider-Man. I've always been more of a Batman kind of guy. Uh, you, you okay. Know, so, yeah. I I am. I, if yes, if if gun to head, you had to have one superhero. <laughs> Batman is my favorite by far. <laughs> yeah. But, but the the move the the I particularly the Tom Holland Spider-Man's I have very much enjoyed. So. Really? It's yeah. not just because he plays 40K, right? No, Tom Holland doesn't play 40K. He's, Wait, interested. He's, he's, he's interested in it. He's interested. He's 40K yeah. interested. Okay. He's, 40, he's 40 curious. curious. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it, for, for the fans out there, everyone knows that Henry Cavill's in a 40K. Yeah. Kicker, did you see that the the actor that plays the bard in The Witcher also plays 40K? Oh my gosh. You know the they, set of that show. They're all just sitting down playing 40K after you know after some screen time. Oh, well, no, because they were like, they're like, do, do you want to play? Like on the interview, <laughs> they're like, should we, should we play? Yeah, so so, so um, a few people have, been at, have asked, and, and I, I really have. I've been working very hard to try and get uh, Henry's agent uh mr cavill's agent yes um involved with frontline gaming and and, and to see if they're interested in, in in coming to the lvo so far no luck uh and i'm a very persuasive guy so so i'm going to keep this going and, and so, see if so if anyone else in the community has connections they could team yes. up with you kicker right yes please so if anyone out there has any connections to henry cavill or hollywood i guess let's let's get yeah. let's get in with kicker and let's make a uh uh you know a broad front attack on this let's yes. make it happen Let's make it happen. Um, I, uh, I, I have a connection. Oh, there's yeah. a tech priest. All right. Yeah. 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 I have a connection uh, to that Henry guy. Are you serious? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I built him. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can't be a real person, right? No. Like, he, no. His jaw, jaw is so freaking chiseled. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, with the bum, his, he's got the bum his, chin. His arms reload. 
Did you, yeah. did you see that that like whatever Mission Impossible movie where his arms yeah. reloaded? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't no. make sense. It, it was sense. my masterpiece. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. if you could get your masterpiece to show up, everyone would would I'd, lose I'd their really freaking mind. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd really appreciate that All because right. we take over the entire Rio in Las Vegas. We have like the presidential platinum, you know, mm. suite where Beyonce stays. Like we have like a like it's just part of our agreement that because like no one else is staying at the hotel except forty K players. Here's the here's a suite. Like I will give him the suite if he wants to come to you know LVO. You know? Superman, you can have the suite. Yeah, exactly. Right, you can have the nice suite. Yep. All right, Seth, uh, where are we at now? I guess we should yeah go take us into the, the yeah the industry news. What's been going on in the industry? Let's do this real fast, guys, because I know we have a, a full episode ahead of yes, us. Yes, we but do. Several new books have been hitting the shelves. The Astro Militarum um, have been getting like I think three or four books recently. Which that's really not means, a guardsman. That's not the okay. So if you're watching watching the screen right now, we have a wonderful Tau. Okay, so we'll, we'll jump into the Tau real fast. Tau are getting their brand new show. Uh, I believe it's called the Exodite. It's airing, mm-hmm. of course, on Warhammer Plus, and the timing is not coincidental here, right? We all know the Tower getting their codex, so it makes sense to drop the the TV show at the exact same time. I'm kind of stoked for this, not because I like Tau, but just because it's kind of cool to see, you know, a show from a non-human perspective. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, I read the the brutal but cunning book that was out there, or the cunning brutal, or whatever. It's, yeah. it's basically from an orc perspective, and I really like that. So to see a whole TV show from the Tau perspective, I'm like, okay, I can I can get on board. Well, have you seen the trailer, Seth? I'm sure you have, right? I have not. Um, oh, what? I've I've been I've been doing a lot of house projects lately, so okay. yeah. I not. Uh, but I will. <laughs> I will watch it. Don't worry. I, uh, I mean, like, I'll enjoy it. I am not on board yet for Warhammer Plus. I think in the future it's going to be something I'm going to be interested in. But this show alone has got me more excited than almost, yeah, basically every other show so far released. Just because I want to see, you know, the the weird 41st millennium from the perspective of a Tau dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. But back to my true love, which are the Astro Militarum. They are getting a bunch of books. There's one on tanks. There's one on um, a regiment that was featured in the old Gaunt's Ghost series, the uh, the Blue Bloods. As you said, you're shaking your head. I know you don't like guard. They're just food for no, you. No, I'm just, I'm over here thinking that I had Kicker convinced to play orcs and then... And so, so, so there always has to be my, you know, my yinging and my yang, right? My, my two opposite armies that can play totally different. And so my orcs will be one side, but I've, I mean, I, I've been playing guards since I was a kid, right? So, so I've got that, that real love of them. So, the, so the, they do have a few books, which really, you know, the fact that we're getting all these books released really makes me think that the guard codex is, 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 you know, on deck. We know it's coming in 2022. We're just not sure when, but yeah. I bet it's going to be sooner rather than later, purely because of all the, the books that are coming out. The I'm other just going to be sad to lose you. <laughs> don't worry i'll be i'll be i'll be back every time uh i go back and forth you know it's all it's all fun the orcs actually i mean dude i've been playing orcs you know for the past few months and they have been the most fun army i've ever played uh hands down uh and that's with no buggies of course and no planes um and then the other big model release i guess is this gravis armored character this gravis armored captain mm-hmm. i could care less about another terminator really but it's it's kind of cool oh another uh, space marine leader hq choice but it's kind of cool because the last time they did you know a gravis armored terminator captain character was with the original eighth edition starter box they, they they've had guys- so- They've they got the guy with the heavy gun. But yeah, they but he didn't have the power fist. Guy. He was yeah. missing the power fist, right? So yeah. it's like you, you know you, you can't. I don't think you can be a captain without like a kick ass close combat weapon. So, yeah. so yeah, it, it is kind of cool though that now you don't have to try and go on eBay to try and find that old eighth edition HQ, um, you know, starter start collecting box set. Yep. Um, yep. 
Seth, we do have some new rules that have been teased. Of course, these are the Tau weapon rules, and then they also mm-hmm. had that jump, shoot, jump rule. I don't. Did you ever play Tau like in the old edition where the battle suits yes. could shoot? Yes, and move? I did. Yeah, that I was did. brutal. For those of you that never played against it, it it really was. It was. It was. It was so, so they have access second. to it in the form of one stratagem now where a unit can move up to six inches after shooting. It's like fire and fade, yeah. um, which Eldar currently have. Um, but dude, you said something very important there. Up to yep. six inches. That makes it way more palatable, right? Before it was their full move. So they could literally move yep. 12 inches, shoot, Front and then row. move back at their full distance. That was the, the other thing. Move. The other thing to notice is it doesn't say you can't charge after two. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could, How if, close combat 2022. Oh, I, didn't uh, I can't. Out. I don't know. Uh, Seth, you want to give us a rundown of some of the weapon profiles that they teased? Uh, yeah. So they they've changed the uh, burst cannon profile. They they've given it like two more shots. So now it's assault six. They've increased the range on the flamer and given it the ability to uh, get another extra two shots. So it's assault six plus or d six plus two. Oh. Um, cool. But the big thing is is battle suits, which. Uh, historically have been things like your ghost kills, your stealth suits, your crisis suits, um, you know, broadsides, riptides. The of the Tau army. Yeah, the the bulk of that. They are now able to shoot it even when they're in combat. And they can shoot into combat uh, with other Tau units being engaged with it. So um, they're going to get real shooty real quick. Yeah, um, I mean, that's going to be a, a significant change if, for the whole army if they can do that. I mean, that's yeah. going to really, you know, because as we all know, Tau kind of sucked in close combat. To, so to give them this kind of significant counterpunch in the form of shooting, you know, is at least something. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Cool, cool, mm. cool. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, and so on the GW front, I should I should announce because I'm just looking at my notes here. We've gotten quite a few people asking about the full color sets that we've teased since November. You mean, and we've released- you mean on the FLG front? Yes, on the FLG front. Yeah, sorry, the, the frontline gaming front of the new products. Uh, so the full color terrain sets will likely be on display um, on the 40 key champs tables. Not all of the tables will have them, but just just a few tables will have them. Um, we're like trying to produce as many as we can. So, you know, if you're going to the LVO, you'll probably see them on the 40k champs hall. Not every table will have them, but some will. You can get to see them up close and, and, and play with them. Um, but then they'll be back on sale on the Frontline Gaming website right after LVO. And we can start taking orders again. And we'll have them for nice. the, the Gothic Ruins, the Orcs, and then one or two other sets. I don't want to say what the other two sets are. But if you know the most recently produced set that we made not in color, I don't know if that helps. The, the new, most recent design, I think that might be giving you a good idea which one it's going to be. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of order the orc stuff. Yeah, just the orc stuff. Okay, moving on, right? Just, just yep. the orc stuff. Um, Seth, take us into the FLGN and what's going on over there. Oh, oh, no, no, not yeah, yet. I was we like, have you have event something. news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot there's something really important. We did upload the final packet. The packet's a live document, so it's always going to yep. adjust it. But the LVO packet has been added, and it does have the terrain rules that we're going to be using, which are basically mm-hmm. what we use in New Orleans and at SoCal. You know, as our testing ground, they, they worked well, so we're using for LVO. But we've also announced the missions that we're going to be running at LVO for the 40K champs. Round one is going to be the retrieval mission. Uh, round two is Scorched Earth. Round three is Vital Intelligence. Round four is surround and destroy round five is battle lines round six is the scouring round seven is overrun round eight is sweep and clear and round nine is priority target then uh we'll be doing the last three rounds uh that you're playing round seven eight and nine those will be the same rounds that will you other same missions will be playing in the sunday rtt so you get to play basically all the missions what we do need to talk about though guys is the shadow round the dreaded terrified exciting shadow round if at I the mean, end of round it's exciting what? if you make it but it's also terrifying if you make it because you have <laughs> to play terrifying. a fourth game that day Dude. and if you win you got to get up and play more 
Yeah, so for those not in the know, at the end of round six, if there are eight truly undefeated players, and by truly undefeated, we mean you've got six uh, six wins, uh, not a single tie, then a shadow round will be played uh, in, the, in the format of the qualification. Um, it's basically, not eight, it's more than eight. More than eight, yeah, more than eight. So yeah. that's how we, uh, we we minimize it down to the, the top eight for Sunday's finals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously, if there's less than eight, though, then there will be no shadow round. There's, it's not necessary. Nobody wants to play a fourth round on Saturday. But with late in the, with the numbers we're expecting at LVO, there should be more than eight. Yes. So, yeah. Seth, you're absolutely right. Most likely, <laughs> most likely there will be a shadow round. And unfortunately, I believe Danny, one of the frontline gaming staff judges, will have to stay up late at night watching God this while speed. the rest of us are getting ready for Sunday. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's 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 an experience. Not one that you necessarily want to have, but the shadow round is truly part of the LVO experience. Yeah, because yeah. it's usually not something that we have to do at a lot of the other events because we just don't have as many players because the LVO draws a huge crowd. Yeah, um, yeah, our, yeah. Our 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 producer, Richard, uh, he says he's never been to LVO. He's going oh, this no. year. So it's it'll be quite the experience for him. Yes, um, dude, <laughs> you will have yeah. fun. Um, I just finished talking earlier today with the AV crew um, at the venue there regarding the setup we're going to have for the FLGN. And, and, the, and we hope to have a nice big screen there so that everyone's playing um, or, or in between rounds or if you're watching the finals, there'll be the nice big projector screen there so you can kind of watch what's happening. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a really, really, really nice setup. Speaking about talking to venue management, <laughs> a lot of people have been asking about coffee since last week's episode. Cap and Andrew, this is for you. Cap and Andrew, pay attention. <laughs> Uh, yeah, last week we asked people if they would like coffee or like alcohol first thing in the morning. And <laughs> overwhelmingly, people want coffee in the morning. I don't understand why. Um, but I am I am Not a guy from New Orleans. Is as so naturally whatever. energetic as you kicker. <laughs> So, so I've been working with with the with the managers at both the uh, the Rio, which the LVO is at, and at Cherokee to try and see how we can get a coffee service in the morning that's affordable and and, and whatnot. So you don't have to go wait in Starbucks and, and battle those lines. It looks like I, I should be able to make it happen for LVO and almost definitely for Cherokee because I got you know a little bit more time for that. So there'll be coffee. I'm trying to figure out how bougie the 40k player is. Do we need just like can we just get like standard old drip coffee, or do I need to get espressos here? Because it gets way more logistically complicated to set up a whole coffee espresso bar so i'm i'm i would vote uh just standard drip coffee with okay. some cream and sugar available would be yeah. fine mm -hmm. and if folks want to get the fancy coffee they can go wait in line for the fancy coffee Starbucks. that's yeah. my vote uh chat let us know what your yeah. vote is chat um, how bougie are you do we need <laughs> do we yeah. need like frappa fromachinos and, and 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 toppings galore um so i'd like at least right now just because logistically it's way easier because don't don't forget it's not just about having it available but it's also the turnaround time right if we have you know 1200 yeah. people playing 40k at, at, eight, at 10 a.m in the morning yeah. we Mul need to be able to multiple votes of just a couple black coffee is fine okay, uh, black, one sweet. vote uh, by a cleric of witches that says espresso booth for the shadow round. Oh, <laughs> you know what? At that point, I think they earned themselves an espresso. Yeah. I think I can go yeah. and pick but up. A few. Yeah, everyone's everyone's just voting regular coffee. So good, I think good, good. I okay. think that'll be affordable regular coffee. We'll we'll, we'll go just fine. Okay, okay. Uh, let's ask uh, uh, Seth if you could watch the chat real fast, just because yeah. I like this live poll here. Um, I'm also going to want to do some sort of like consumable product to go with your coffee, whether it's a donut. Do we want donuts, muffins, or breakfast sandwiches? Those are kind of the options I'm, I'm considering right now. So like a breakfast sandwich, like an Egg McMuffin equivalent, a muffin, or like glazed donuts. What are we saying here? All right. Let's, I'm waiting. Oh, you're waiting. They're, they're, waiting. they're like, a, they're, they're a little Is behind it? us. Oh, I mean, a breakfast sandwich sounds delightful. A breakfast right? sandwich, right? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, my, my goal is yeah. to have like your food and drink yeah. for like yeah. seven Mul- Multiple votes for sandwich. sandwich. Okay. sandwich. Multiple sandwich. votes for protein over sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think yeah. sandwich seems like a popular Can we just vote. Stop right there. No, sugar always. I mean you Yeah, but first thing in the morning, I don't need yeah, many, many votes for sandwich. Okay, so okay, so so my my my, my target price is around seven fifty, like with your coffee and your food. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to get for. Yeah, but I'll okay, get to. But fair. yeah, anyway, so that's what I'm gonna be working on after the episode tonight. Um Seth, why don't you take us into the FLGN news? Yeah, so um this week on the FLGN, uh Grim After Dark had uh the lovely effervescent Val Heppelfinger on for an AMA. Um, and they certainly did ask him anything. Um, <laughs> it was an experience. Let me it's tell a you raunchy that. show. It was, yeah, it was quite something else. Um, so folks don't be afraid to check that out. And, uh, I'm, I'm here to give you a little sneak uh, preview. There's going to be more to follow next week, um, based on the discussions there. So go check that out. Thursday show is going to be back again. It's mostly just going to be a, a listener request episode, listener questions. They're, they're, they're the segment they stole from us kicker, the rapid fire question segment with a timer. They call it Fuego Repito, but they're yeah, going to do a long one of that. So, they, they needed um, it, Seth. They needed they, it. They, they needed it, you know, <laughs> they needed it. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, and then Chapter Tactics uh, did an episode last night. Unfortunately, I did not catch that last night because I was tied up in other endeavors. But uh, the 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 shows keep on coming. They're never going to stop, folks. So uh, just keep your eyes tuned to the network. Um, our main segment tonight, yes. uh, and chat, I'm still watching you guys, but I'm still trying to talk, so I'll catch your questions as we go. Uh, a year in review, Kicker. Yeah. Um, it's... It- it's it's it was a year. It was yep. it was it was a year. I, I I'm not trying to be pessimistic here, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be just like I'm gonna talk to you straight, man. Like I was I was surprised. I really expected 2021 to be the year that 2020 wasn't. You know, like a yeah. full yeah. normal year. Uh, you know, obviously we can talk about the bigger picture here in in terms of travel and life and and, and whatnot. But just in like 40k, I was kind of expecting to like get back into it full swing. It's only really the second half of the year where we're starting to get more events, but now we're getting hit with Omicron. I'm like, oh, geez, you know, but it looks like events are back in full swing. We're taking precautions. People are, are, are being, you know, everyone's getting vaccinated mm-hmm. finally and, and yep. masks are being I, worn. Yep. I guess that's another important point to roll back. Cause I've seen that question uh, float around a few times. Yeah. 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 LVO, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the requirements for Vegas now are masking indoors. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we will follow exactly the guidelines set by Clark County, which is where Las Vegas is based. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they, do enforce masks regardless if you're vaccinated or not i know some states if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask but in clark county where las vegas is you will have to wear a mask so at the lvo at this time assuming nothing changes you will have to wear your mask the entire event obviously you know not in your room or whatever but during in the gaming hall you have to wear your mask and that will be enforced forced by us you do not have to provide proof of vaccination though to come into the hall that's not required all right. Um, I know that question had been floating around and, I, and before we wrote the notes, I thought I needed to ask that. But no, 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 um, no. Good call. Good now, call. Now I forgot. And now I'm back yeah. into it. We're back anyway, to the year review. Year review. So, so in, in hindsight, so you're talking about your expectations for the year were, yeah. were high. In yeah. hindsight, a lot, you know, the, the feeling is that it's been a, a slow year. Yeah. I, keep that in mind as we go through this list, though, because it really wasn't a slow year when you start looking at what managed to come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't do really events after LVO, right, in 2020. Yeah. But guess what? This year, we've had so many freaking events. We've had the products. Finally, it seems like shipping is back on track. It's really been the second half of the year, but we've gotten new products and a lot of new products. So yeah. there's been a lot happening this year, despite it feeling a little off, yeah. which gets me even more optimistic for 2022. Yeah. So January, um, we had the LVO and open. Um, for those of you that uh, remember, um, 
this was essentially a a stream tournament where armies were were selected in advance but the games were played by different players the army was the thing that advanced not the player mm-hmm. so they you know they'd move it to a different stream house and a lot of the big streamers collaborated together to do that it was a really cool thing yeah and it gave us all something to kind of watch on the weekend when we were supposed to be having lvo yeah um which was you know it's it needed it needed to to not happen um but you know it 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 felt like it was still, you know, a fun event. Um, we had the Death Guard release in January, which, yes. like, at this point, you're like, "Wow, Death Guard in January? That book feels so old." But um, dude, look at look at look at Death Guard are still holding their own, yeah. right? Like, Death Guard is, you know, Power Creep is one thing, but they're still they're still up there, you know. Yeah, it just it feels so long ago. Um, hopping on to to February, uh, you know what happened in February, Kicker? Dark Angels. Dark and Angels, yeah. The Dark Valentine's Angels Day. Valentine's oh, well, I forgot Valentine's Day yeah. with my wife. She got really busy. It's also my wife's birthday that month. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, that, that makes it easy for you, right? Because, right? No, yeah, no. No, okay. It, I, also, I it also used to be when our anniversary was. So that oh. month was just like... <laughs> All the stuff, all the romantic yep, crap. Yep, yep, all yep, right. Yep. Um, well, so, Dark Angels, though, man, that's that's a fan favorite army. I mean, yeah. people are very loyal to Dark Angels. I have no personal um, opinion on them. They're just another army that has some feathers on their head and they wear green and and the robes. What are your thoughts? I mean, do you they, like Dark Angels where they're at and what how they've evolved over the year? They were an interesting army because when they came out, you know, the build was basically like. What if I just sit here and earn points and don't mm-hmm. move forward? And it was a very strange build. Um, it, they, they've done some iterations on it, but you know, I don't know. You know, they're not top tabling anywhere that I've seen, but they still made a decent run in New Orleans. I remember our Dark yeah. Angel going pretty far in that event. So was that the guy? I think there was a guy running all Terminator, like thirty Terminator, something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly still viable. Um, March, March. March was Drukari, <laughs> uh, which Captain Andrew points out that Drukari won the Nopen. So the Nopen was really the preview of things to come. <laughs> um, so good catch on that one, yeah. uh, Captain Andrew. Um, like but yeah, the, like the, the, the Drukari book has been out now for almost 10 months, which is yeah. a long time. Um, and we're still feeling the 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 presence of it. It is still I mean, a very strong codex. It's gone through three nerfs and it's still kicking butt. Yeah, it's 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 definitely not been crippled enough now. I mean, just last was two weeks ago. Uh, the top four, two of the yeah. two of the top four armies were Drakari. You know, at the yeah. New Worlds Open. Jeez. Yeah, uh, we'll put a pin on Drakari because I want to get back into that okay. later in a, a little editorial I have. All right. Um, but uh, April. April was yes. supposed to be when BAO was happening. Mm, that was that was sad. So the BAO is always held at KubelCon, and KubelCon did not happen. That's the big convention there in, in San Francisco. Yeah. So because that didn't happen, we just we and, and obviously San Francisco they they had protocols in effect. We just couldn't do the BAO this year. So that was really that was pretty disappointing not to do. But the good news is that BAO 2022 is happening. Uh, I'm working right now to start setting that up. So as soon as at literally the week after LVO, it's like only focusing on BAO, getting that squared away. And Cherokee. And, well, if Cherokee's Cherokee's pretty much good to go. Actually, we'll we'll get to it, but we might be adding a few more events to Cherokee. I just got mm-hmm. off the phone with TO, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So BAO is happening in April. Well, uh, Memorial Day weekend in uh, 2022. Yep. Um, moving on to May, we had AdMech release in May. Um, yes. Kicker, you you are an AdMech boy. Yeah. Did you enjoy that book, dude? 
Yes. I, I mean, I, so I was playing Admech from the end of 8th through the Codex release up until the or- Orc release. And, I, and you know, Admech have kind of, you know, they, they were really doing pretty crummy. Then all of a sudden they did amazing and now they're just kind of sucking. Um, but the, the Codex I really liked a lot because you could do basically anything you wanted with that army. You wanted a combat army, you could get a combat army. You wanted a shooty gun line, you could get a shooty gun line. You wanted something sneaky, there was plenty of sneaky stuff. I, I really liked it. What I didn't like was the level of complexity to play that army it took me forever to get very uh, i guess confident with all the rules and 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 when rules were done yep it is it is a very complicated army to run now um i i I don't know about you dude but that's the army out of all the armies i've ever played that i had to have more i don't use this word negatively but trinkets tokens uh To remember everything, it was it well, was comical. I'd like have to hold back. Here's all my little things I have to use to remind me about everything that's. Well, and place. it was important for your opponent to know too, because yeah. th- there was so like you know you you tell me the, all the names of the buffs, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, what is the effect? And they're like, that exactly. that one has a uh, fight last. That one has plus one hit. I'm like. That I understand. Thank you. Admech. Sure. This edition of Admech is one of the reasons we have become so adamant that we're very encouraging for players to all bring tokens to represent effects in game because Admic was the big, <laughs> the, the, the big, the, the big meaning that made everyone realize, yep. wow, this is really a complicated game. Yep. If, if you don't have some sort of visual aid there. Yep. Matthew Nurgle made the comment of clocking those robots. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a thing that you needed to start doing originally because, um, if you were a new Admec player, uh, you could take a lot of time getting all that stuff sorted out. Yep. Um, you never would have thought that Admech would become a horde army, but at one point that was what yeah, they, they were, were like. What if we army. just brought like a bajillion troops? Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, yeah, where guilt, are they all guilty, guilty. Um, interesting thing uh, to note. Yeah, uh, the 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 community can't see our notes, kicker, but we can no. see our notes. We can see. Our um, notes. But community, you'll 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 admit that January through May has been pretty sparse. <laughs> Do you remember when the vaccines first came out and became widely available, <laughs> kicker? I believe that was March, right? March through April and May is when they were really pushing to yeah. get the vaccine out there. And so June is when things start to open up. And yeah. June is the first. Mm. Everyone stop and take a moment to realize this. Yes. June was the first ground up event for FLG. Yeah. The kicker, kicker is run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually my first time uh, working at a frontline gaming event as a frontline, yeah. you know, full time yeah. employee and stuff. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. So that was the Atlantic City Open. So that was a brand new event for frontline gaming. Never happened before. It's going to become our our LVO equivalent from now on. We've already got it in the books in, for 2022 yeah, for the, and 2023. Uh, the the off, you know, uh, yeah. I wouldn't say six months apart. It's not quite six months. It's almost yeah. six months. But you know, we have our East yeah. Coast and West Coast. We have our summer winter event. You know, uh, the ACO is 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 really you know yeah. it's positioned to grow, grow, grow. Um, yeah, we'll, a lot we'll of talk about that in depth. chat that it was fun. Yeah. Kicker, it was also the first time that you and I ever did signals. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that was so weird. I got up there and I, I did a remote broadcast i was i was, we, we didn't have our fancy yeah. shirts at that time so we didn't we didn't yeah was i was wearing me. Like far more obnoxious yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh that was really cool though. Going up there, no one like no one from Frontline Gaming had ever even seen the hall because we couldn't travel that at that time. To so check we, it out, yeah. We, we, we reserved the hall sight unseen. So I got I went up there all on my own, you know, late at night. I flew in and I'm like, whoa, the hall is actually as good, if not better, than what it looks like in the photos. And all the tables are here and we're ready to rock. So yeah, yep. and then we did uh, signals that night. Yep. Uh, Seth, you were at ACO too, man. That was your was yeah. it your first it, big event post COVID or like since Yeah, the- yeah. I mean, I really hadn't gone to anything since yeah. COVID yeah. like it was yeah so that and that was that was a good one um and yeah. honestly that was the second 
frontline gaming event that I've ever been to. Oh, wow. The last one was uh, the F the LVO right yeah. before COVID. So, oh, wow. Well, it was um, really a special event because yeah. I think that was this, many people, just like you said, that was their first big event in, in literally a year, yeah. two years. So and there's a lot of uh, camaraderie building yeah. and friends good, getting to Good see to get out and see everyone. Yeah. yeah, that's where, you know, saw a lot of old friends, met mm -hmm. a lot of new friends. Yeah. Uh, Seth, but there was more than just our wonderful event. There was a few other yes. things happening in June. Yes. Uh, some some folks may remember June is when they dropped the Gaunt's Ghost set of models, mm -hmm. um, which is crazy to think about because like, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did that set, too. Um, <laughs> and that was in June. Like, And I remember I read those books a ton when I was younger. Yeah. Um, so those are just cool to see those all get revamped and, and updated. Um, Chapter Proof 2021 came out. That's yeah. when we got the the updated missions and point values uh, for 2021. Um, not a big change. You know, folks no. are kind of expecting more from the mission change. It looks like we're going to be getting more in the 2022. Yeah. There's going to be a bigger change than, than we got there. So, And hey, on, on that note, real fast, LVO, you know, we're yeah. going to be using the current mission set just in yeah. case people are wondering. Um, that's, yeah, that's not a factor. Yeah, it's it's been announced. But yeah, that's, they're not going to, if GW were to drop it, you know, tomorrow they're still going to run the 2021 missions. Um, and, and I honestly, you know, I have no say in any of how these decisions are made, everyone, but I kind of <laughs> like that because that the LVO is the end of the season. Yep. Like let's, you know, the NFL doesn't change the rules mid season. <laughs> no. like, let's, let's finish the season out with the rule set we got. And that'll give the next season some spice. You know what exactly. I mean? That'll give the next season something. All right, I'm going to try something new because I've got new secondaries and new missions to play for. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, let's let's send We've off done that the so that 2021 mission packet with a bang. And, and then you roll into February, and we have Cherokee, yep. and Cherokee will be our first big event with the new the new uh, the new rules. Yep. yep. Uh, Seth, don't forget the the, um, the I don't know. I thought this was a really weird new product, I guess, released in June was the Astro Militarum upgrade pack. So yep, you have an yeah. existing set that's actually ancient and they just added another sprue in there with upgrades to it. That was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it was more weapons, more uh, diversity in terms of heads and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was cool. They also released the Sisters. Yes. Sisters came out in June. Um, so they got the full set, the the codex. Their models kind of trickled out a little bit over the summer, but that was when when we got all the rules um, and they kind of rose to to prominence. And then we moved into July yeah. and kicker. There was another event you ran that month. Yes, this is an event. I, I I mean, I was very excited about ACO. Don't get me wrong, but this was one event that I kind of I I was from the very beginning, from the negotiating the contract to the you know for the venue, scouting out locations and stuff. This is one that I was really involved with uh, very heavily, and that was the Lone Star Open in, in just outside of Dallas. And this one was a very successful event, one of the highest uh, rated events we've had from our post event surveys. I mean, everyone was really stoked about it. The venue was great. The, the, the tournament was well run, but, you know, we had a bunch of different events that we had not brought yeah. in previously. We had X-Wing there in our Armada, you know. So, yeah, you were, you unfortunately did not make it. So I, no yeah, matter, I did not. I tried so hard. You did, man. and I, I tried. I tried. Oh, I, to I totally forgot to take the pictures for uh, that. So, sorry. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to point out, uh, we had a few comments about sisters um, yeah. that are worth sharing. Uh, Rutino Sanadi says, Codex dropped during ACO. And a cleric of Rich uh, says, I still have my Casticator in the box on the shelf of opportunity. <laughs> and I like that positivity that there, cleric. Awesome. Shelf of opportunity. It is not pile of shame. It is shelf of opportunity. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to call it from now on because yeah. my shelf of opportunity is pretty... Um, embarrassing or there's or, lots or, of opportunities empowering. Oh, uh, very Kicker, empowering. there was there was something else that that was released in in july i can't something take your thunder, near and dear i can't take your thunder, man. 
the beast snagger box uh the yes. beast snagger box came out we had the new beast snagger boys the squigog boys the knob and the uh, codex had, that came with yeah, the box. zodrog we got the codex mm -hmm. um we didn't get the full release for a little bit longer but we still got it in our hands um i was super excited i bought way too many of them um but i've built all the models and painted them all already so it's been fantastic so that was that was the, the revival of my orcs right there but the, something else happened in in july again <laughs> a lot's happening in july and, and and that was the age of sigmar 3.0 release yep, the third AOS edition of age 3.0 oh. yeah. um which has taken a few months but it, it really seems like it's starting to kind of fire on all cylinders yeah um, we're not a we're a 40k focus let's just be transparent right but age of sigmar every time they get an update it's, it's kind of cool i feel like sometimes they test things in age of sigmar that are brought yep. over to 40k and vice versa uh, and of course anytime a new age of sigmar kit is dropped and was like how can i convert that to 40k right um but yeah age of sigmar yeah. the, the new box set that was interesting it, it seemed like they made too many of them because i still see that start collecting box yeah set yeah with the cruel boys and yeah. the, the new sigmarines i don't know <laughs> sigmarines call i just call them sigmarines no no totally sigmarines i love it I um I, I guess we missed something back in probably may april may ish uh was the first Warzone uh chartaradon book Yes. Um, well, I guess it would be March because it came out with Drukari, basically. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Right, right between Drukari um, and Endek, yeah. And I remember that because August is when we got the second Warzone Chachardon, Book of Fire. Yes. Um, so we got Book of Fire in August, and that came with a big, beautiful boy. Who is it? <laughs> Mr. Bellacore himself. Yes. Yeah. You know, the, I, that, that model, okay, I mean, I am not an evil, you know, loving fan i just i don't like the chaos look the demons but that model's a gorgeous model and it's kind of cool because it's perfectly great for age of sigmar or 40k you can change out the the dead figure the to dead be a space marine or yes sigmarine i do i do enjoy that that they were yeah. like just just take the the sigmarine off and put the space marine on and, and now it's for age of sigmar approved right you know yeah, you could probably magnetize that yeah. have you played anyone running that model yet seth i have yeah i hate him it's intimidating it's intimidating well he's just like <laughs> blah you die and you're like what <laughs> so i i went against him in um in one of the gw events and that was before they nerfed my my admec uh, vanguard so i could do that mortal uh the, the wounds on a four oh, yes, up yes, 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 yeah. yeah and i was like oh you, goodbye yeah, screw you yeah it, but, but now it's way harder to first of, first of many yeah um right. we also had uh in that month uh we had the thousand suns and gray knights codex released yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all of that dropped um yeah don't go away we got the pretty we got the pretty gray knights and and, and thousand suns over here um so they got their releases uh we had kill team octarius or as i say kill team orctarius oh wow okay, uh drop and that's where okay. we had the new krieg models for guard <laughs> and the new commando models for orcs and, and, and just, the amazing orc terrain set yeah the, the orc terrain set has been used now at the gw events because it's so pretty the yeah. orc terrain set is, is is gorgeous i'm sure it's going to get released eventually on its own it is a beautiful terrain set that is functional as well yes uh, but, but 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 let's just step aside from the train i know the train's cool seth but but we have to accept the fact that these are probably some of the most gorgeous kits the orc and the death uh, the death core creek yeah. like these have to be some of the best 40k kits period fantastic there's fantastic, so much yes. personality on each kit i mean they All even have little orc swiss army knives <laughs> like it's it's just it's it's yep. too much and it's, it's amazing beautiful. yeah that um, really shows if you compare that to like the old school orc boys it's like what oh yeah what, what you know yeah, yeah. um and yes, in august because august isn't done yet they it's dropped not. a whole new core set of rules for kill team yeah 
Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting two complete new rule sets, AOS and Kill Team this year. Like we got a lot of stuff yeah. actually. And and the um, new Kill Team update is, is it's, it's it, it, like you said, it's a new core set. Like it's an entirely new game. I mean, yeah. new you can't play up. old Kill Team and then just jump into new Kill Team and yeah. think you know what you're doing. Yeah. You have to learn everything from scratch, which is not a bad thing. It's a brand new game. And so far people have really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very popular at the, the FLG events that I've seen. Now we move on to September. Kicker, there's it's another FLG event. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes. It's another FLG event, but it's also my birthday. Um, so, <laughs> yes, it is the Las Vegas team tournament. This is a brand new event for us. So already now in, in, in this year, we've had three events that are totally new for us. This is yep. the first ever frontline team tournament we ever did. You know, there was a lot of... Um, I don't know, discussion, if we want to call it that, between what format we were going to run. People wanted it to be just like the the world team format or maybe ATC. We yeah. chose to do a very simplified format um, to make it very um, approachable for, for veterans and new players alike. Yep. Uh, at the end of the day, people really, really, really liked the event. The great, you know, the poster event survey was very positive. We're definitely doing this again in 2022. All right. Um, I believe... Uh... The, the other uh, important thing that happened yes. in the month of September was the full orc release. <laughs> oh man, yes. we got we got access to the the rest of the models, um, which was great because we were still having a lot of you know questions of how big is a beast boss on Switch supposed to be, how big is a kill rig supposed to be. Um, so now we had the official models, we can get our hands on those, and uh, like any good orc player, start converting the crap out of them. So uh, yeah, that was exciting. And that Beast Boss on Squigasaur, I thought was really cool because I hadn't seen something, I hadn't had seen this phenomenon happen very often with 40K models. Yep. But even if you didn't play 40K, even if you didn't play Orcs, even if people are just buying the Beast Boss on Squigasaur model purely because of its, its aesthetic. It's just a pretty yeah. model. They it's a very, paint. very nice model. Yeah. Um, and that brought people in that have no desire to play 40K. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe that's their, their gateway drug. Maybe they get this one model and they yeah. want to start learning the rules or something, right? Their gateway drug is that model? Yes. Cavill's abs. <laughs> Um, I, will, I promise Henry, if you actually show up, I will not be this awkward in person. <laughs> just, man, don't count on it. Not for this LVO, at least. So far, I've had no I'm just, I'm just putting good thoughts out into the universe, right, kicker, right, and what right, happens, right. happens, man. Can, can, maybe we need to get like a lower tier celebrity. Like may, maybe we get like, I don't know, like a, ah, geez. Uh, come on. Think Who else plays like, 40K? It is vocal about it. We got to find somebody. We got to find. There's somebody. a few. There's a few people, right? Yeah. Like maybe maybe somebody like it's a C tier. Doesn't Ed Sheeran play 40k too? Yeah, right. He there does. we go. Yeah, Boom. He yeah, he's, he he's easy yeah. to get. We'll just get a musician. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, and then once Ed comes over, Henry's got to come. Yeah. Totally, 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 totally. I mean, that's the now, goal, right? Now, everyone, everyone, if he shows up, just be cool. <laughs> no seriously i mean that's the problem right like they want to go to these events yeah um but the problem is it's hard to make sure We're that they just don't get so bombarded bad. and you know um, the so bad anyway october okay october october not or there was another mm -hmm. event yes there was the socal open uh you know and, and this was this is kind of cool we're going back to our roots this is one of our longest running yep. events in san yep. diego a beloved event right there on the beach in the in the SoCal well, the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Wonderful event. We decided to expand it this year. It was the largest event, not the largest. We've had larger numbers for 40K previously, but yep. the SoCal Open as a whole was significantly larger because we brought in so many more game systems. 
Um, Seth, you weren't there, but I know you watched that last game on stream. Do you want to? Yeah, it was it, it, it was a uh, it was a rough run with orcs yeah. basically tabling Sean Naden in the turn. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Con congrats to to Logan Heath on that that performance, mm -hmm. but it really did demonstrate how off balance some things had become. Now, kicker, I think you buried the lead about SoCal, but I heard there was funnel cake. <laughs> there was funnel cake at SoCal. Uh, I, I had promised, I had made a promise that we would have funnel cake and I delivered. There was funnel cake. And, 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 and I have been told yeah. that, that beignets are just like big don't, fluffy funnel don't, cake. Don't say that. You will piss me. I will, I will fight you. I will you, stab well, you. Well, you got to talk to Adam then because Adam. <laughs> yeah. At Adam Solis really insists that, that. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Was it Leo or Adam? One of those guys was, it was just. Leo said it and then Camilleri said it. Yeah. Oh, Adam Camilleri was saying it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, we got to slap that guy around. You do not yeah, call yeah. The, the, the glory that is a Louisiana, you know, specialty, a beignet, beignet. a funnel cake. Solos <laughs> <So, laughs> called it a bidet. A bidet. <laughs> All right. Okay. Back to SoCal, though. So, yeah. SoCal, yes, it was in, It was a great event. Whatever. It was a wonderful event. We're going to be doing SoCal again and again and again because that's a beloved event of ours. We yep. did learn, though, that the game uh, needed to get fixed. Need, there were need, some, need some help. Need some help. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, we also had the new Warzone book, right? Seth? Yep. Warzone Octarius One Rising Tide. That was the uh, NID rules and other stuff, but basically NID rules. <laughs> um, chat will correct me uh, rules, yeah. if whatever I missed. Um, and then uh, we also got uh, a Crusade mission pack, Containment, um, which they've been dropping these along these Crusade mission packs along with the the supplements, uh, which I think is cool because if you're playing, you know, particularly in in these times where maybe you don't want to be in giant crowds, um, you know, having a, a two person campaign and GW basically releasing four of those this year um, is a really cool little thing just to have around to play with your friends. Okay, let's just be honest though, dude. Have you ever even <laughs> seen anyone play Crusade? I have not. Like, I have. I, I have. Okay. Um, you've, you've... I have not played it myself, but I have seen people play it. Okay. Um, and I, I very much like the progression system they have in there. Um, so I think it, it's. It, the cool thing about things like this, like these crusade mission packs and these, these like narrative campaigns in like wars on Octarius, like there is nothing to stop kicker. You know, you and I like three years from now playing that campaign if we want to. Like, so they're timeless. Okay. They're, yeah. They, they always have them. So like, uh, for listeners, um, the, the Octarius campaign is, is orcs versus Tyranids. My very good friend back in Baltimore was a huge Tyranids player and I'm a huge orc player and we play each other all the time when I live back there. And I was like, oh, man, this campaign. But it's like, whatever Brian and I can spend a week together, we can totally be like, you know what? Let's bring a bunch of models and let's play through this campaign. And we can cool. do it. Like, that's it's timeless. So it's it's content yeah. that's there for us. That's always. a really good point, Seth. Yeah. I, I I did not think about that. I, yeah. I really, I did not. Um, we also had a very big army release. Um, yes. Yes, yes. Big, big hulking men. <laughs> Manly men. The Black Templar. Yes. The Black Templar Army Box. Yeah, GW's yeah. really on this trend right now to do their Army Box releases. So this was not the full release. This was just the Army Box with the... I think the Codex was involved. Was the Codex in this one? I know. The Codex was in it, but they yeah. got the, the full release later in yeah. uh, November. Speaking yeah. of, I'm going to try to pick it up because we have a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, November, we got Warzone Octarius Book 2, Critical Mass, Critical. which was the Orc Rules. Yes. yes. Um, we got the Red Gobbo and Bouncer, which is the new christmas model we got another crusade mission pack we got the full black templar release Finally, we got yeah. kill team 
Chinalith, which was yeah. the sisters versus Tau, mm-hmm. and then we got the balanced data slate. Now, the, the most important thing here is is the balanced data slate. I mean, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. The red Gabo on 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 what on Gabo or whatever is a most slate. important. It's, definitely, it's, it's, yes. it's, it's important. But I think the most important here is clearly the balanced data slate. Yeah. This set the precedent showing that GW is going to step in and fix the mistakes that were seen in SoCal as well as other events, of course. But um, the biggest, most you know, the biggest offender was was you know clearly SoCal that got a lot of views and whatnot so it's nice to see the balance data slate go into effect and it's been extremely well received i have not heard anyone complain about the the data slate yes i'm an admin player i'm sad about a lot of things that happened you're an orc player i'm sure you're sad about some of the things that happened but at the end of the day the game is a better game yeah the game is a better game um it's i appreciate uh finally seeing gw uh taking a more active role in balancing outside of um just points or individual codex faqs make it, it it's back to sort of that eighth edition feel if you remember playing through early eighth edition where they were releasing more or less beta test rules that's yeah. where we got um you know uh concealed positions where mm-hmm. you can give your entire side cover or that's how they changed the reserve mechanics that's how they changed how fly interacted they 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 fine-tuned a lot of the mechanics of the game there which really made the game feel a lot more balanced so i'm glad to see that we're doing this again and they also said that they're going to try to stick to a quarterly update yes. which is really nice yeah uh, uh retina sanati says on their rule of three mm-hmm. we got rule of three in eighth edition through this wow, type of system. You're right. So good call. So, chat. so yeah. seeing that they're coming back to that type of interaction is very, very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, Seth, you did you did you briefly touched on it, but the fact is that they GW, you know, they sometimes take things back. But it's as of right now, the plan is that there will be more of these balanced status slates every again, quarter. Again, I'm yeah. putting positive vibes out yeah. to the universe. Positive vibes. Keep it going, GW. Yep. Keep um December kicker. Yes. There was the another new, event. The New Orleans Open, another brand new event here in yep. New Orleans yep. where I'm based. Uh, that, that was a lot of fun. I got to see you, it Seth. I got a, a lot of, see, uh, you know, a lot of new... I uh, ate lots of bidets. <laughs> you can eat bidets any day, man. Uh, that was a great event. You know, you know a lot of fun. Um, a lot of powdered sugar all over the, the, yes. the game hall. Um, but that was the final testing grounds for the terrain rules that were going to be used for LVO. And now those are live on the website. Yep. Um, so and of course, the there. last little thing was the Age of Sigmar balance data slate, right, Seth? Yeah, the battle scroll, um, the battle which scroll. is essentially, yes, the balance data slate for AOS. Um, maybe we still have uh, some of the AOS guys in chat. Um, I I don't play AOS, so I don't know uh, quite the details of change, but I, I've heard it was positively received. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how, how much of a change it is, I don't know if I don't know if it's as big as the the G, the 40k one, but generally positively received. So Let's just go to a few quick takeaways Takeaways. for the year as as a whole, right? Like, because there's there's a lot of things that happened the year. We only touch on, like, I guess the new releases and, and the events. Big big year of licensing, right? I mean, a lot yeah, of random yeah. merch was launched, and this was the old GW never did this, right? Old 40k, yeah. you didn't have all this stuff, but now you have not one, not two, but three different types of action figures to choose from in the span of yep. one year. You yes, have yes, you do the new Space Marine video game, right? That looks epic. That was um, like ten years from the last one, and I'm <laughs> right. so excited for it. So then you excited. then you have like the random stuff, right? You have the scented candles, yeah. you have the plushies, Plushy, you have the Chibi Advent calendar, yeah. which is like where did that come from? And of course, the little fancy pins for each faction. And there's just more and more apparel than they've ever done before, including the ugly Christmas sweater things they're doing. And I have the orc one. I just didn't wear it tonight because <laughs> of the green screen. Of course you do. Don't oh, forget the bathrobes. We have bat. Wait, oh, wait, it's, there's bat. They no. guessed last week they did yeah. chaos and imperial. Are bathroom. you serious? Yep. 
Of course. Yep. I don't joke about 40K. So you're saying that we're going to have like a 40K spa with your 40K scented candles, your 40K bathrobes, right? All right, all right, all right. Kicker, yeah. kicker, you you just, you wish you had a, a 40K bathrobe. <laughs> you, you, you know I do, man. You know I do. Um, I do uh, actually have quite a bit of the GW apparel because it's it's not only cool because it's, of course, got your 40K crap on it, but it's actually good quality. I, I'm into merchandising and, and product manufacturing. I, I'm pretty yeah. good with when it comes to attention to detail for the product. And like the GW uh, merchandise is all good stuff stuff like the quality yep. is, is yep. top notch um gw events we learned a lot about them first of all gw yep. came back to the event scene and started doing their events yep. that was and they're fun they're different but fun for that process yeah oh, sorry. sorry yeah that was years uh, since they've done that process it's been years yeah, yeah totally years and and so they're not the same format as a lot of the other f- I- events but they're definitely a lot of fun um and they also have something that that seth and i discovered by going to an event that they have piles like piles like truckloads of product that is basically hard yep. to find anywhere else and this includes yep. the brand new releases so if you're going to a gw event and they're releasing product that weekend they will have all of it all of it in massive quantities so i know that you wanted those new orc models when they dropped oh yes they had them all right there just waiting for they you kept tantalizing me for the first two days they're like they're back here and i'm like <laughs> can i buy it yet and they were like Saturday. <laughs> we uh, GW, I, I, I had a call with them earlier. Uh, the Forge World booth at LVO will be extremely well stocked this year because pre- uh, previous years they would sell out. So the GW, uh, the GW crews bring their entire Forge World, uh, I guess, inventory yep. to well, LVO. They're bringing all of Forge World. They're emptying it all out. All of it. All of it. All the, of it the tech priest it. here, he's he's going to help run it, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All um, the river swarms. The competitive side of the game is alive and well. That's another big takeaway for this year. We learned that GW is 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 supporting the competitive side better yep. than ever thanks to that balance late and and I, you know it looks like rules are coming back out at a nice pace again. So that that's yep. really positive. Yep. Hopefully um, they they we we stay on track and keep the train rolling in twenty twenty two. And then the uh, another key takeaway is events. They're back. They're bigger than ever. LVO is bigger than it's ever been before. We have uh, eight events for Frontline Gaming alone scheduled for 2022. Yep. So it's huge. We're, we went from just having three events to now eight events. And it looks like a lot of other people are adding events. So more events is good for the community as a whole. I mean, I would love to be able to go every yeah, weekend. Like, like, like the Cherokee Open. Like the Cherokee Open in February, another brand new Frontline Gaming event. And Seth, I mean, let's just let's just let's just be honest. I think the the biggest takeaway, at least one of the biggest takeaways for me, was that models from for forty k went from you know looking okay to looking just dead sexy, looking just as good as the Age of Sigma models. I think the the quality of the forty k model line has just gotten better and better, and this year really proved it. I I, I have only eyes for orcs, but I assume the rest <laughs> look beautiful. Oh, dude, even the new Black Templar characters—they're just gorgeous. They, they, I, mean, they, I I almost bought that in First Champion because I I've yeah. always had a soft spot for that model, and I was like, oh my god, it's so cool, it's so. Real. Cool. Badass looking. Uh, is, does the chat have anything that they want to comment here? Or want to go? Uh, to the, there, uh, there was a few comments. Um, right. uh, when did the FLGN start? Oh, ooh, that wow, that's that a good point. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was June. That was June. June. Um, yeah, that was with the uh, with Val becoming our director. Yeah, yeah. Val took over the, the chair, um, and then we did have a comment on Crusade. Crusade is my preferred way to play. Oh, it's just harder to play when everyone only wants to play GD missions, and when you haven't played against someone, match play does a lot of the conversation, um, which I think is a good point because you know we, we couldn't roll up to the game store and get a random game of of Crusade. Uh, it's easier to roll up and get a random game of, of match play because everyone kind of knows uh what the what the yeah, rules what, are going in but yeah. definitely a game for you know you and your friend to play over a course of you know a couple of weeks so yeah, yeah I thought that was interesting and a cool. good point to share so cool. well, let's yes. get on to the competitive news yes, um, i have a little bit of an editorial um <laughs> take, take it away Seth. i don't i don't want to be negative here but i i do have a 
a pet peeve of mine. And uh, that is when someone tries to make anyone in this hobby feel bad about playing with their toy soldiers. Um, many folks uh, have, have had a chance to read it. And if you haven't, um, don't take my word for it. Go over and read the article for yourself on Goonhammer. Um, but Richard Siegler of Art of War posted an article today, um, essentially discussing his opinions about Drukhari. And no one here is, is, is trying to say that Drukhari are not a very strong codex and, and do not need a few more tweaks and balances. But the tone of that article very much came out, uh, to me at least, and felt like it was belittling players that were oh, using wow. that codex uh, and, and, and seeing success because um, it was, in, in the, the article's words, so easy to make mistakes and still win. Um, Oh, wow. I, I, I just generally speaking, we all put a lot of time and effort into this hobby. Mm. Um, and, and it personally upsets me if I, if I see someone out there trying to tell people to feel bad about how they're playing the game. Um, so I, you know, it's, it's competitive 40 K let's, let's be honest here, folks. If you're competing at the top level of an event, uh, particularly any of these larger events, these majors, super majors, if you want a chance to compete, you got to take the hardest nails lists that you can find. Yeah. Um, and so you're going to gravitate to the strongest combos. And right now that is Drukhari. Um, and, and everyone's, you know, the, the, the common misconception is this is a game of random luck, but you always look and see that always, always, always the top performers are generally the same group of people. So it can't just be luck. So I, I find it kind of a little, um, you know, in bad taste to to be one of those top players that that plays some of the strongest armies and the strongest combos, but then to be belittling people that are playing it because yeah. it's so easy. I don't like that. Um, I I think you know that probably was not Richard's intent. I haven't spoken to him personally, um, but every time I've, I've I've interacted with him before, that doesn't seem his intent. But I do know that that was a vibe in the community, and I'm I'm here to say you play your game how you want to play your game and have yeah. fun with it and don't feel ashamed if if you like if you're like running the broke list run the broke list and be happy with it if you like running 120 crew warriors you do you man like that's how you want to play the game then that's how you play the game so don't feel bad about how how that uh people might perceive you playing an army so that's it i'm not going to get into it anymore <laughs> no, uh, no 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 I, I that's that was surprising coming from it wow yeah so um Anyway, let's get into the ITC recap. Uh, let's get on a positive spin here. Uh, we've got a uh, 40K competitive track. We've got the number one uh, still, the boy king, John Lennon, uh, followed up by number two, uh, the old man, Brad Chester. Um, I think we're, we're literally going to be set up for a battle of the ages. Uh, yeah. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good. I've been, yeah, I've been yeah, saving yeah, that one there. for All a right. bit. Uh, we still have number three, Sean Naden, the most luscious hair in 40K. Uh, number two, I, I think I want to name Manny Chima the, the Iron Gut because if you ever watch this man's social media, good God, the food he eats after an event. And, and <laughs> my stomach can't handle that, so good on you, Manny. Um, and then number five is Jack Harpster. Um, I don't have a good... Uh, nickname for jack yet jack hit me up buddy let's get that figured out we need a nickname uh, for you man uh moving on to the hobby track uh we have uh number one is still jt steiger um which i also was correct on the pronunciation thank you jt uh we have number two lee harris number three scott boucher number four jacob thayer and number five noah bedom um unfortunately my new friend uh and definitely not jt's uh wife but it's JT's brother, <laughs> his brother lee steiger has been bumped down to sixth so sorry, Harley. Um, AOS competitive track. We have uh, number one is Gavin Gregor, um, and 
BCPs feeling a little sick right now. So also number one, Gavin Gregar. Um, <laughs> but then uh, after that, the real number two is Caleb Walters. Number three, uh, William Saltz, which I believe is actually Cody Saltz, my friend down in Florida. Uh, if that's you, Cody, let me know. Um, <laughs> and number four, Anthony Trentinelli. Number five is Yuri Sichinova. Uh, and then moving on to the hobby track, number one, Derek Page, number two, Nick Garcia, number three, Ian Wood, number four, Christopher Namardez, and number five, No Aquino. All and right. That wraps up our listen or our ITC uh, review um, for the year. I don't think we're, we're doing year. an episode yeah. next year. I'm not doing an episode. I'm, I'm, I'm on vacation. Yeah, that's week. to be determined. So, so Kicker <laughs> is definitely gone next week. Um, the the Sir Val and I will talk about if we're going to try to do one sans him or if we just everyone's going to take a week. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind a week. You know. Yeah, we and we do have a tech priest engineer that you know can yeah. always jump in and cover. For me. It's also what? true. Yeah, you're a good tech priest. Uh, love you. I'm not the talent. You guys are the talent. <laughs> well, talent's a strong I, word push, for us. All I'm doing is pushing the buttons in the background here. <laughs> so um, we did have a few other questions. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, the question is, uh, do we know when the FLG Cathedral Zone will be released in full color? Oof. Okay, so I don't want to oh, get your hopes up. Folks. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to say uh, if that's coming. Uh, we we have a few sets that are going to coming right after LVO. They're going to be new sets, so you'll have the Orc, you'll have the Gothic Ruins, um, and at least one, most likely two other ones. I can't say what the order is. Yeah. That's up to Frankie to determine. I know that we will be doing that one eventually, though. So you might just have to sit tight for a little longer. Yep. Uh, I oh, do you see that other one that came in the that other uh, about the box? Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, I do want to uh, circle back. Um, James STF comments that he that he read that the article felt more like Jakar needed more nerfs. I agree. Mm -hmm. That is mm -hmm. Jakar need more nerfs, and that was the gist of the article. I just did not like the tone that was taken in that article that that belittled players. So um, I I don't have any problem with the the message of Jakar need a nerf. They're definitely very strong um, still, but I just the the tone at which it was used did not make me feel very positive. So. Yeah. Sorry, mm -hmm. circling back to that. But kicker, uh, Kelsey asks, "What's in the box? <laughs> What's in that box?" Yeah. So uh, if you, if you're not already a member, you should be. Join the Frontline Gaming Community Group on Facebook. That's where you can get like you know all the inside scoop on things. And when we add more tickets to events, uh, you know if we'll have coffee <laughs> and donuts or not, uh, as well as new products. I had to post a photo of a box that just showed up. We have a brand new product being released by frontline gaming i cannot and will not tell you kelsey i know you really want to know um it's not Such a tease it's not terrain it's not another mat it's just like i can't go into more than that but really <laughs> okay yeah sorry sorry but it's something entirely new for frontline gaming which you will love bow ties bow ties exactly boom right there bow ties that's what we're doing bow ties. you're welcome internet bow ties and rubber chickens I Shock glasses. I'm saying shock. Glasses. shock Dude, like actually, we are shock doing shock glasses. For oh, yeah. 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 And 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 the high rollers are gonna get these kick ass. I just ordered them, the kick ass pint glasses. So if yep. you're getting yep. a high roller package at LVO, you get a pint glass. But we're also gonna have a few others that are being sold with a few of the other packages. And I think we're gonna have a few to sell at the retail stores at the at the, at the LVO. So the pint glasses are are, are definitely are, are definitely in the pipeline. All right. Um, no. Well, I think that's all the questions oh, we oh, have. Oh, last thing, stickers. Everyone's been asking because of L we did we did stickers for a few of the events this year, and we didn't we do stickers. stickers. 
Yeah, stickers like like uh, like little. We did them at Texas. We yeah. didn't have for ACO, so you didn't get oh, them. Okay. We did them at uh, uh, Lone Star. We did them at SoCal, and and people were really frustrated. We didn't have stickers uh, two weeks ago at New Orleans Open. So we will have stickers at LVO. They'll be there. And, and the on a secret side project kicker, if our artist comes through in time, you might have special Seth and Kicker stickers. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that artist has thirty five hours to deliver his images. <laughs> he better deliver. Talk. TikTok uh, artist. We'll see. TikTok so we'll see if we can get them made in time. So I think that's about all we have yeah. for tonight. Uh, any final thoughts, Kicker? No, guys. I just wish you all, you know, a wonderful, happy holiday. Yep. Happy holidays to everyone uh, out there from everyone here. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us. We hope you have a great holiday season. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Singles on the Frontline. Uh, this is it for this week. Uh, probably see you in two weeks. See you in the new year, guys. <laughs>